All right. Thank you so much for joining us today, Anna Alexandra. Coming, uh, I mean, one of my newest and brightest, most <laughs> favorite people in my life right now. I ha I know last episode, um, I gave you a little snippet of this beautiful soul and what she's been doing to transform my life. And I wanted to bring her in person. I have her in the flesh, live, on video, our first La La Land video podcast. So if you can watch this, please do. If not, feel free to just relax and listen. But I wanted to let you all know that I have this gorgeous woman here. She is, um, let me just tell you a little bit about her, was born with all of her clairs open. And I know y'all know, you're like, what? How lucky? How do you do that? That's so cool. But I'm sure that was a wild ass ride for her growing up in uh, in this beautiful place we love, love to call Earth, in uh, this Earth school. So she was... I would like to say probably pure spirit, maybe 95% spirit for a, I'm sure a very long time. Um, she writes in her bio, um, which I will give you the website to in the show notes, that it took her almost 37 um, years to learn, and she continues to learn new things about herself and really just like fully embody who she is, um, the gifts that she has. And now she is here um, sharing them with the world. She's um, currently attending Arthur Finley College and is, um, or I'm sorry, it may not actually be Arthur Finley College right now. She went to Arthur Finley College in the UK and then she was able to become part of the Spirit Spiritualist National Union. So right now she is um, in mediumship school and also training and taking classes at AFC. So, which I'm sure she can tell us more about. She's also, um, a Reiki master and a um, Karuna a Reiki practitioner and has been for 12 years, probably going on 13 now. And she has been just a beautiful bright light in my life and um, anyone else's life that has taken advantage of my soliciting and in telling them all about her. And today she's here to speak with us about herself, her beautiful gifts, give us her perspective, and also um, really dive into the topic of um, using Reiki for children, for pets, and how it's beneficial, some of the things she's seen. So welcome, welcome. Um, and Anna Alexandra, do you prefer to be called like Anna? Um, do you want us to refer to you as Anna Alexandra, a beautiful goddess? You know, what... <laughs> <laughs> beautiful goddess for sure <laughs> no Anna is fine Anna is fine okay great yeah. so Anna tell us just a little bit about yourself um how would you describe your journey to where you really are now chaotic yeah. <laughs> really really chaotic and traumatic in a lot of areas um and I've noticed this is a trend with healers. Like uh, a lot of the healers uh, have a lot of trauma that they experience at one point and then slowly, slowly move into spirituality and um, mainly searching a way of bettering yourself and understanding yourself pretty much because we all, we all live from that point. Like we, we are in a traumatic experience and we desperately want something we don't really know exactly what but something someone to save us 
And uh, for me, I denied my uh, my gifts for a very long time. So I tried to like tone them down, pretty much be normal because it was horrible as a teenager going on dates <laughs> and be able to like be on a date and see his dead grandma next to him. And you're like, oh, not now, not now, not now. <laughs> I don't see you. You don't see me. <laughs> Yeah, because they 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 realize that you can see them like right away, like they peek peek on that, and if you are so open, they tend to come. Mm. And I didn't have boundaries so young because I didn't know how to. My parents, um, I think my mom is has some clairs, but she she never used them. She's so freaked out, so she kind of uh, projected that on me my entire life. Mm-hmm. On some side, she was always taking me to energy healers and workers to try and like see who I am and what I am and help me out with my health. Um, but on the other side, the moment something was about to happen, she would just pull back. <laughs> and I would be like, okay. <laughs> I was a child. I didn't understand much. But I, I would pick up on her fear and I was like, oh, then this is not good. Maybe she's right. Maybe people are right maybe people would think that I'm crazy if I talk about this and sorry my husband is hilarious he just came back from work and he's showing his new shoes (laughs) (laughs) don't worry about your whole interview you know like I need you I need he needs your attention love a man I love a man so yeah I, I kind of pushed them aside for a very long time because of that, because of the fear of the family and always being like so fearful that someone might hurt me or might think ill of me or I would um, fall into a very bad depression because people are denying me. So plus it was scary in the beginning they were materializing, like I could see them the way I see you. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. But because of their vibration was so, 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 so um, powerful when they would come, I would feel paralyzed. I would, I think it was also the fear, but it also their energy because it was so strong. I couldn't, like, I felt like I couldn't breathe, like it was a heaviness on me, and they were really scary, like it was really scary, because I felt like the time would just stop for a couple of seconds, where they would appear, and then they would leave, and I couldn't hear very well at that time, because I wasn't high enough vibrational, and I could only hear like a buzzing in my ears, like Mm. a horrible buzzing when they would arrive. And I could see their lips moving and trying to show me stuff. And I couldn't understand. And I was like, no, (laughs) no. So I had migraines, horrible migraines because of that. And um, yeah, again, like going on dates and having those gifts and trying to be a normal teenager, it's already hard enough to be a teenager. What is a normal anything, but seriously trying to fit in? And, and what, when you were seeing those, especially as a child, when you were seeing these, these other, you know, entities and different spiritual beings, 
you know, we're taught about stranger danger and you don't know them and they're coming in. And for a child, I'm sure it's just so much to process and, you know, especially by yourself. And we'll get, I'll get to some of the support that maybe you might've used. So when you're a teenager and you're, I mean, I don't know if I would have been able to not say anything. Like if I saw somebody's grandmother standing there, I would have had to been like, Hey, listen, there's a message like Teresa Caputo out here. Like, whatever, but I get trying to not like blow up your spot and be weird. So when was it that you finally, I'm sure as someone on their spiritual journey, um, as you try to deny more and more, um, it gets stronger and stronger and things get more difficult until you actually start to recognize and really Uh surrender to the, you know, to the process, to the purpose, to your path. When did you actually, like, when did you finally get it? Get it, get it, like, what was happening to me? Like, when you were like, okay, I, I, I'll do, like, I'll use my gifts. I'll, oh, I'll um, embrace this. When the pandemic started, when the <sighs> pandemic started, I was just like, I looked at everything and for three months I saw the fear and like, I could sense everything and... I was like, no, and I'm no longer denying my gifts. This is the time when people will need people like me to come out and say, we're here for you. We're here to move this, uh, this in, in the right direction. This is the wrong direction that is going on right now. This is not okay. Because everything was playing out and I kept saying, what's behind this? Because I think it's a lot scarier than what, it, like, what they're presenting this virus. It, it's not like it's something that it's hiding or I don't know what's happening, but energetically something is happening and it's time for us to come out and help and speak about energy and speak about other waves of life. Because I've seen that like, I've seen everything starting to be like shut down, people being shut down and being belittled and disrespected for having opinions. And like, But they have valid opinions, they're highly educated like doctors being shut down and like it's like no 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 people will suffer tremendously during this depression will start suicide will start and during that period of time I was reading um, Nostradamus uh, conversations with Nostradamus by Dolores Cannon mm-hmm. and I was like reading and everything was playing out and I'm like no yeah <laughs> no way no way <laughs> like and visions has started coming um a lot more from meditation because i started meditating a lot more during that period of time because of course i was i'm human i got caught up in the fear in the beginning yeah. like everyone else i was scared so i needed something to just balance me and I started uh, going into like deep meditation again and doing it daily and even several times a day sometimes because I just, I could feel the fear coming up and anxiety and panic attack coming and thinking that I would never be able to see my parents because they were there in Europe and I'm in Canada. So all that fear coming up and I was like, no, I'm not going to let you rule me and rule my life. Fear, you have no place in my life. So that was the breaking point 
for me. Wow. And, and again, once, first of all, and I think this is so true to any type of guide or healer's journey. It's like, I'm, I was just doing this for myself to take care of myself, to keep myself sane. And now I realize now ever like so many more people would need assistance. And now I got myself to a space where I can offer that. And I feel like now you're like, all right, let's come out of the shell and let's really, and, and I think for me, um, I, you and I connected in a very interesting way. Um, I just, the, the whole way I found you was we definitely don't even know how we initially started. Like, um, f- we found each other on Instagram. No, neither of us know, trust me we don't have any friends in common nothing i mean we attest it to jet if you listen to the episode before this um he absolutely orchestrated this connection but um it was just me randomly putting it out there on a story like does anybody know anybody who does uh reiki specifically for children because i think you know you can do reiki but i really wanted like you know when you want a childlike specialist and that's what i was looking for and here you are like hey from your personal page not even business page like hey i can do this and i'm like sure so now here you are pandemic deciding like hey i'm going to start using my gifts really embrace and really like go to the spaces that i'm called and i'm over here raising my hand you come and now i'm literally like busting down doors every like not on like an evangelist to everyone excuse me do you know Anna like you need her your children do do you like just do one session try it let me know you know and there were other people saying did you find anyone for Jet and you know can you give me the resource and there have you know been beautiful people who have been utilizing you as well so now I just want to backtrack a little bit because you said um you talked about your your husband and um, his, and I wanted to really talk about since you've just like begun embracing, what was it like when you really were dating him? Um, were you open about your <laughs> gifts at the time? Um, and how was it, you know, sharing with him or like, how did you come out of the spiritual closet? Um, just one second. I was about to pass by your story and not say anything I, I paused on it and I I was like I want to say yes I want to work with him but she's gonna think I'm crazy like, like she doesn't even know me and I passed by it. and then I returned to the to the page it was like something was nagging me to say yes and just say yes <laughs> and I turned back to your story and I was like Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you for having the courage because I know, especially for you and anyone else who's listening, who is really kind of like on the fence about your beautiful gifts. It's like, please, we, there is a whole community of people waiting to embrace you, waiting to, um, you know, be uplifted. And so please come out <laughs> and, and thank you for having the courage to do so. And now here we are. And I'm just so excited for, you know, all, everybody else who gets to, to be introduced to you as well. Thank you so much. It's such a blessing. To be honest, it was amazing to connect, to connect with Jahed. Um, amazing. Like I've worked with kids in the past, kids in my family and uh, friends, kids, because I've never went public with my gifts. I've always kept it within the family, within, like, 
community, like mm -hmm. close community, family, friends, and sometimes co-workers. Sometimes it has to be, you have to become a friend. Yeah. <laughs> you have to speak the secret language before, you know, yeah, I totally get Yeah, like I need to, like, I need to feel comfortable enough with you to open up because I'm an introvert and I, I'm quite shy. So I open up slowly yeah. <laughs> and the more I trust the more I open up and then I'm like full bloom <laughs> all of a sudden <laughs> I love that so about my husband ah oh, no I did not tell him from the beginning I was like I didn't I think I told him I started telling him when we were about to get married oh wow first of all yeah. how did you guys how did you meet for just for all my romantics out there um, I was dating his best friend. Ooh, girl scandalous. Uh, oh my goodness. Well, okay, the ball's on you. Dating, Let me just say. It's a lot. Like, let's say okay. dating is too much to say. Okay. I, I was going out with his best friend. Okay. I meant, dating means going becoming a relationship. That was not a relationship. <laughs> okay. So we were in the same group of friends, and that group of uh, friends were like, the craziest out of all like it was the most hilarious and outrageous uh group that i had uh back then in romania and um he came to one of uh of the meetings it was a barbecue and he was deep up obnoxious and loud and i was like hating him pretty much i couldn't stand him when I met him the first time, I just couldn't stand him. And I was working for uh, Ubisoft at that time, um, doing tech support. And he was playing Call of Duty and he was having some like comments and they turned and I said, yeah, have you tried that patch that might work or, and he looked at me and he was like, oh, what do you know? Oh. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Then More I turned my chair and I didn't want to speak to him the entire night. I was like hating on him secretly, yeah. being like, I hate you. I don't want to talk to you. And then we kept meeting at barbecues with friends. And one of the friends told him like, dude, she's really smart, actually. She she has a programming degree. Like she knows how to code. Like she works for Ubisoft. That's why she had an opinion back then. Like she's actually good at what she's saying. So this Nikki one <laughs> started coming around a bit and trying to get into conversation with me and just like, because I, I was start getting out of that sort of dating with his friends. So he started like whistling his way. <laughs> around. Uh -huh. um, and I've noticed his green eyes. That was the first thing uh -huh. that I started noticing. And I was like, hmm. I don't like what I'm feeling because I don't like this. This is messy. This is going to be messy. It's going to yes. be messy. I don't like dating someone else as friends. So, And he kept coming. So we started as friends and he was, he technically became my best friend at one point. We were Beautiful. even complaining about the boys and girls that he were, mm -hmm. we, he was dating. I was dating. And um, then we kind of, started a relationship even though it was kind of an open relationship in the beginning and then we came became exclusive when when i moved to canada actually we started like um a year before coming here we started dating more and more 
And then we broke up before, because he left to Afghanistan because he was special forces and he was deployed there a month before I left to Canada. And I said, look, I'm going, I'm moving you know, into a new country. I don't know how it's going to be. Um, you have your career in the military, so I don't want to break your career, like ruin your career. It's not my goal. And um, I said, okay, let's just leave it at that. And he started texting me from Afghanistan saying, how are you? How is Ken? <laughs> yeah, hey, big head. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And slowly, slowly we started out being like, I, I, he was like, I miss you. I realized that I, I love you so much and I don't want to like, spend my life without you. And he actually oh. proposed when he was in Afghanistan. <laughs> After a mission, wow. he came and he was like, I don't want to die without being married to you oh my and god said, i know <laughs> and i never wanted to get married to be honest mm-hmm. i was very like at that time i was like oh no career 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 i'm new to a country i just want to build my career here i don't need a man in my life so just like he melted my heart when he said i, I just don't want to i don't want to die without being married to you I was like okay yeah, I will. <laughs> Forget it. All right. Okay. When? So what are we doing? Yeah. And then is is that when you like? How did you come? How did you come out to him and say like, "Hey, by the way, you know, I'm this." No, he kept saying, "I I feel you so close," and he was in Afghanistan, and I oh. I would go in my astral projection every time, like every <sighs> night to see if he's okay and oh, to like so, oh my him. god you're so dope okay keep going so he would astral project afghanistan from canada <laughs> yeah to check on your boo okay keep going and I, would, and I would like lay with him in bed and like try to like make him like make him feel not alone because i could feel that he was very alone it was a very hard mission the last one that he had there uh it was eight months and there were he was really like at one point it wasn't great i could i could see it all over his face he was like he was even saying that he doesn't want to be in the military anymore that's how 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 upset he was during that time so i felt that he need, he felt really alone so i i could feel that he needs he needed something extra yeah. i didn't know what what to do because i i couldn't tell him anything that would distract him during such a mission and I, I never told him anything while he was um, away, um, anything of anything. <laughs> like yeah. I was always laughing and being a joy and trying to be nice yeah. and kind, even though I was closing Skype and bawling my eyes because I was alone in a new oh. country trying to figure things out on my own. So, but it wasn't his fault. So he needed that. And I started, uh, I started that astral projection. I would go into meditation and in deep trance and I would just like detach from my body step outside of my body and you put the intention that's the best part in um in astral projection you just set the intention and you're right there in a blink of an eye like yeah it's so easy and I've tried it like 8,000 times and it's never happened but sure I'll just set the intention to step outside of my body no doubt (laughs) I love this is why I love speaking to you because 
two, you make all of these tools so accessible for everyone. And again, you're not afraid to like share your gift and say, hey, here's how I did it. And so you, what a beautiful way to connect though and to really lend someone comfort because I would have just been like, oh yeah, I'm sending you light. And I would have like envisioned covering him in like a shield and ask Archangel Michael to protect him and whatever. And I would have probably definitely said, hey, by the way, there's extra protection energy, all of those things. So I think it's really beautiful that you were doing this and, you know, giving him this love and support without even having, you know, that conversation with him. And so were you ever um, nervous? Because I'm, I'm asking this because I know there's so many people who want to kind of like, how do I tell someone about the, my gifts? Or maybe I shouldn't be with anyone because will they even understand me? And so now that you had to come out of the closet to him and now the world, how is it in your relationship? Or do you have any advice for people who want to, you know, kind of embrace their spiritual side more? That's, that's, that's an interesting question because for a very long time, I told my best friend years ago uh, about this because I tried coming out when I was a teenager in high school at one point, and I tried telling my best friends at that time. And uh, the first reaction was, oh, you're schizophrenic and you need to see a doctor. Oh, shit. Oh. And they was like, you know me since I was a kid. How can you say that? And you know, how I told you so, like a couple of times things that happened to you that like you were shocked how I knew about them. Yeah. And I told you, it's, I just have a feeling like a hunch. And that was the honest truth. Like it was like a hunch, like a knowing. That's the, the Claire's, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. just no. And then it happens and people are shocked, but you're not <laughs> because you're like, okay. Oh, like I told you it's gonna going to happen um so it's nerve-wracking and I, I understand it took me 19 years <laughs> not 19 but 12 after that to just like be able to just start a conversation and I started with him because he started the conversation a bit with meditation first um he had someone that was uh working with Reiki at that time, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. And he started discussing about spirituality a bit and uh, he just meditation, but nothing like too much <laughs> spiritual. We were both admiring the uh, Japanese culture and the samurais and geisha history and all that. And that is our conversation. So we kind of found a common ground. Of course, it was at the beginning. He even told me like a, a couple of months ago, he was like, do you think I believed you from the get-go? <laughs> so like, wow. like, I did not expect you to believe me from the get-go. So yeah, but um, do you believe me now? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, only my mad person would not believe you now. <laughs> like, Girl, you're the things most... That I've seen. <laughs> I mean, I, and I, I said this to one of my good friends today. I said, you are the most, I like open and in touch um, healers that I've ever personally come into contact with. And I've, you know, loved to um, explore, you know, mediums and, and healers throughout, you know, probably the last like 12 years of my life and different shamans and things like that. And you are just so like, 
crystalline and I guess your your knowings and your just having all the clairs and working with them. And I'm just so excited to see as you progress and really come out and fully embrace you and are more and more aligned and embrace um, embraced by the world at large, what you're going to be able to do and how you're going to be able to help people. So Ooh, thank you for having the courage still after people were not necessarily um, embracing and and kind to you at first. And I guess that could move us into working with children, especially mm -hmm. the very powerful children that have been incarnating recently. And you spoke about Dolores Cannon um, a little bit, and I've, I've mentioned her and her beautiful work, um, um, the HQQT sessions, as well as um, the three waves of volunteers and the new earth going, like having a shift from 3D to 5D and really ascending and coming into this, um, bliss and ease and, you know, just taking earth from a, a lower vibration to new heights. And I know there's like this huge saying, you know, amongst, I guess, people in general about, oh, COVID babies, you know, everybody's talking about COVID babies aren't regular babies. They're, you know, they're on a different level. And to me, it's not COVID babies. It's like, yeah, there are these new, there's this whole new wave of beautiful crystalline beings coming in to usher like complete like this full cycle of us moving to 5d and um you are able to work with these beautiful pure souls and um i just would like to get your take on you know what is the benefit of um, having children uh, receive energy work. You know, for me, I, I've told people that, you know, children are this pure form of energy. They are mostly um, spiritual beings and they're integrate to earth. So it's really helpful, I think, to, you know, kind of the same way as people take a child to a physical, get a physical checkup. I think even more so energetic checkups are very important because anything physical started, you know, energetically. But I'd like to hear your take on the benefits of children having energy work. <laughs> um... I, I want to say the parents benefit the most uh, <laughs> from this. <laughs> I agree. Um, because through clearing the uh, aura of the child, you also clear uh, a lot of uh, karma for the parents mm. because they're so high vibrational. They work with you, not against you like adults would. Because with an adult, they have their ego really well formed by that time so it's it's a it's a push and pull pretty much until they let go and they realize that it, it I'm just there to hold space for them not against them with with kids they're just open like they're so open they're shocked because they're not used to initially to have someone like another guide showing up like an incarnated guide technically to show up in their astral projection and be like, so I'm here to help you to integrate into your human body. So hello. <laughs> but uh, I helped them technically the soul of the child integrate into the incarnation, into the body and uh, clear anything that can be a fracture when integrating into the body because old souls have that issue. They have a, a 
it's really sorry my back no um, it's really hard for them to lower their vibration so much to incarnate because to incarnate you need to lower your vibration only high spirits know how to do that so we're not just any type of people on this earth um, you have to be at a certain level of vibration to be able to incarnate and the the older the soul uh, the harder the in in incarnation is sometimes because they just don't want to come i was one of those souls i didn't want to come it mm -hmm. took my mom 13 pregnancies i was num lucky wow. number 13 to have me because i was not ready to come i wasn't I, I, I wasn't ready with the first man that she was with um and not with the second i needed my father <laughs> because i had them in another life in the same position my father being my father my mother being my mother and they abandoned me and uh into the woods and that's where some of my karmic uh baggage came but with kids that's the beauty like you can like it's it's so beautiful because they're so open and they're integrating so slowly and it's you can tell how how sensitive are we for their parents vibration and how much they're picking up from them and they're clearing them all the time so the child gets everything from you in the first seven years mm -hmm. so technically in the seven years when that kid is open and sees everything and it's receptive to the spirit world so much until the veil comes down completely he is also open to all the karmic baggage of the people that he lives with mm. can be the parents can be grandparents friends of parents everyone pretty much because they're like they're like a sponge that they're dry and they need that water to grow and they they, they get everything and if and they don't know how to clear that because they're babies <laughs> the yeah. soul knows but him in like in the human body he doesn't know how to clear it he cannot like he he's not going to go and get a palo santo and just sense him like smudge himself because he's a kid he doesn't know that he doesn't right. know how to do that so here um the energy work starts and comes in and helps with that so both the family and the child would have a better road a, a clearer path with less baggage with less co spiritual contracts well the ones that are revocable because there are contracts that are not revocable and mm -hmm. you cannot revoke them those are input by you as a soul and you really need those lessons to advance that's why those you cannot break but there are other ones that you made with other souls um to give you lessons like mm -hmm. lessons being like cutting you off or swearing or god knows what else those can be broken easily some of them like you can break them and just like we don't need to uh, mess each other's day so i'm light bye <laughs> yeah and that's 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 the beauty of, of kids because they they do the work for them but they do the work for the whole lineage ah uh, and and i love that 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 you pointed that out because what we aren't passing down, I know there's such um, a strong movement for parents to, you know, emotionally support their child, like putting them in therapy and really helping them to um, use their words in a different way and to really express themselves. And I think that's so beautiful. And I think though that energy work really helps, especially the very young souls who can't 
communicate with their words yet. And also, I mean, anybody in general, there's stuff that you, in our and that you um, were aware of and you brought to the forefront. For me, that it's like, oh, this is great intel. <laughs> you know, here's some great guidance and advice that I would have would have not necessarily known um, could have helped me. And I'm, you know, this adult, and I'm a person who is consciously really trying to um, better myself and look within and try to figure out what are some best practices. So being able to go in energetically, I feel has such a great you have such a great advantage because you can really see things that we can't from. Um, our physical space. And one thing I think is really interesting that you and I discussed the other day, I was trying, I was talking to you and I said, you know, I really try not to argue or fight in front of Jet or, you know, when things are happening to really like keep it from him. And I know that so many parents try that. One of the things you said, well, like, even if you fought outside of the house, he would still feel it and see it in you. And I think that's really important for who are like, oh, well, I, you know, shelter my child from everything. Can you talk about how they see or feel what we do go through? Like what I bring through the door, you know, not working, not seeing him all day. Like when I come home, he can, does he notice like everything that I've, you know, experienced? Yes. Okay. Yes, because they they uh, they can read your aura. Everything, every emotion that you have, everything that is happening to you, it's your aura is like a library, and you store that in your library. Mm-hmm. And kids up to um, seven years old, they can see very well. Uh, the more they grow, they don't know how to say it. They more like they sense it, and they usually. Um, Say they have like stomach pain or uh, butterflies in their stomach. Usually like the solar plexus is the one, the first one that they will complain about. That's the first, first, first one that they will complain Um, because that technically it's the extra energy that comes from from their parents, from their orifice of their parents. And they get that. And you you put your stuff... (laughs) You're kind of lending your books into his auric field as well. So you're kind of sharing. That's why sometimes uh, after you're with your kid, when you're coming home, sometimes you feel, oh, it's so nice. I feel so good. Yeah. And then during the night, the child will start waking up several times or the next day would have like a loose poop or, or um, just feisty or more energetic but not in a in a good way like being more like crying because you kind of moved some of your stuff into his auric field and so you cleared yours and you're feeling better but he's not because he's like now it's in his auric field and he has to deal with that and he doesn't know how to deal with that because he's a child he doesn't like he understands that he's uncomfortable but he doesn't know how to tell you how why he's uncomfortable and this That's is why, why yeah, and we call you <laughs> and make an appointment <laughs> so that you can help and support our children in the ways that we cannot. And I think that's so important. And, and you know, how many times growing up did you tell, you know, your parent like, oh, my stomach hurts. And like, everyone's like, you're fine. You're fine. You don't, you know, and it's like, why brush it off? Oh, you just want attention. Like, but 
number one, if I did, who cares? Like, give it to me. But also, yeah, we as small, these beautiful small beings do not have the capacity to explain to you what they're picking up. Most adults don't even have the capacity to explain to you what they're, you know, transmuting and what they're integrating into their systems from the outside world. So I think, again, this is why we use, we get our children energy work. And the great thing about working with Anna is that, um, number one, she asks our children for permission and if they even want to work with her. So I think that's beautiful because I don't think a lot of times we are con getting consent from our children. And also, number two, she speaks to them about the frequency of what, of how like often and for how long they would like to work with her. And then she can plan accordingly with that. And again, they know best for them and what they're looking for. Um, and what they need. So just really being mindful. Is there any way, Anna, that you can, um, any advice that you can give to parents to help, you know, shield their children from necessarily picking up so much from us? Is there anything that we can be doing, you know, in between sessions to really help support our children? Oh, yes. Yes, that one. Like, uh, um, See, we all know at the soul level what we want and how our life and what is bugging us. Uh, underneath that ego, if you go into the astral and you just speak with the, your higher self, um, even like, as I said, go into meditation, ask the questions because it's not you answering the questions, it's your higher self because of the meditation. So ask your higher self what you need to clear stuff out but try to be present try to be mindful because energy is everything like mm -hmm. even breaking something in the house I'm not going to say now go apologize to a glass a broken glass and be like oh my god I'm so sorry even though <laughs> yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt to at least feel some sort of remorse for breaking that thing and just be respectful of the energy and um, give light and say, thank you. You were a beautiful glass for a long time. I appreciate you. Rest in peace. Yes, <laughs> Pretty much. Adults have a tendency to like hide. We hide our trauma. We hide our emotions. I was guilty of that as well. Uh, I remember having memories coming when you, when you sit like you're quiet and you're bored and thoughts come up and you remember 20 years ago saying something to someone and that still affects you because that like you relieve that emotion and when I could feel that emotion coming up I would just shut it down and do uh, go do something that would lift my mood right away so I won't have to go through my whole emotion and understanding uh, the emotion and why it's rising up again after 20 years I think doing your work with yourself, it's a lot, a lot more important because that will affect everyone around you. Mm. The more you clear your trauma, the more you work and sit with your emotions, even though they're uh, horrible sometimes <laughs> and you just want to run screaming and you just want to deny that you've ever done anything wrong. You have to. At one point, life will knock you down so much it's either through uh, direct situations or even through your child 
unfortunately, because you not doing the work, you're technically also showing your child that that's a healthy way of doing things, refusing to acknowledge what you're going through. So at one point, your child might turn to you and say, well, I've learned it from you. Yeah, it's your fault that my life right now it's a mess and I'm unhappy because I saw you doing this all my life and I never saw you taking any responsibility for what uh, what what for what you were projecting on me or for what you were doing to yourself and I, I see my parents doing that they're yeah. still my mom is trying to clear but my dad is like I I see him like in a huge storm all the time because he's so unaccepting of himself and his childhood and the trauma of his childhood. And he's a child trapped in an adult body because of that. That's what we are. When we don't deal with trauma, our our reactions are like little kids uh, that have tantrums. When we just like get pissed off about something, don't you feel like so small? Like you hurt when when you're a kid and you feel like, so unshielded and like thrown out there and you're just angry at everyone absolutely we completely revert back our inner child you know is screaming out to be acknowledged and and cared for so parents heal your own inner child in order to help your children and show them so basically be the example um for our children and knowing well, that we are the guides for them you guys are the guides you're the like incarnated guides that you told them when you were still out of your incarnation you told your child because this contract was way long ago you told them we were gonna go ahead of you make everything work for you and then you can bring and come with your knowledge and will open the road for you because technically that's what parents are supposed to be spiritual guides and nurturing guides and guides pretty much guiding your child through your and shielding your child in the same time guiding and shielding him until he reaches his own potential to be on his own feet and just release (laughs) the parents for a bit and get out in the world and be like good adult and like a vibrant like a high vibration adult Mm. so I'm, I'm excited for that because I, one, of course, I want to provide the tools that I, I don't think we're even on our parents' radars and um, having someone like you to be able to work with children in this way is one of the most major blessings that I feel has come into my life as a parent. So um, in just in that, we know that we can help our children by booking sessions with you and getting them energy work also doing the work ourselves and making sure that you know our our oxygen masks are on first so that we can be these guides for our children and i know we're kind of running out of time i have so many other (laughs) questions so we'll definitely have to do a part two but um what is a good way um just like in general is there anything that you feel is coming up, especially from this generation of children? You know, is there like any message that you feel like how we could support them better in their journey, like as a collective? Um, or, you know, I just want to go there if you have anything. Oh my God, it's so much. <laughs> they're so talkative because they're so critical of us. <laughs> 
because we've lost our path so much compared to what we were initially as a as a civilization that populated this planet we were technically supposed to bring heaven on earth yeah not living in bliss hell on earth right which we're doing it through like through this hypnosis that has been for thousands of years what i would say just be mindful of your child and i know as an adult you have the tendency to think that you know best and you know it all no you don't right no you don't because your trauma and your emotions have clouded your judgment one too many times and their energy is fresh and new and sometimes listening to your child it's a wise advice because they can bring so much light and a different perspective to to life right now have you seen how many kids are want to become vegan and they cry when they're eating meat oh, i am shocked wow. like i'm shocked because in my generation i've never heard kids being like i'm not going to eat yeah chicken tonight because that chicken was killed and oh my god i like chickens wow. and now you see them they see the meat and they start crying and they 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 ask questions about it and they they make you uncomfortable mm-hmm. <laughs> all the questions mm-hmm. because they make you realize that mm, maybe this is not really good for us <laughs> i'm not saying meat is not good cuz i know it's a huge conversation that as well cuz I, I I believe in vibration and I believe in intention. Yes, agreed and completely. I, you can eat anything as long as you like clear it and your intention and you're grateful for what you're doing. Then go ahead. Your body it was designed to eat meat as well, not excessively, of course, not in excess. But yes, kids have a huge, huge, amazing perspective on this new world, and they. they want us to go back to our roots um be more connected be more present acknowledge them more because we have the tendency to run after money mm-hmm. and not acknowledge them enough yet again the system is created this way for us to like be on that hamster wheel all day running and just raising robots to just get back into the system so they can do their hamster wheel as well at one point they don't want that right they want us to break free from that and they want us to come back into nurturing and communities and helping each other and be mindful and kindness kindness and love do everything from a love perspective like open your heart and we need so much work to do on our heart chakra cuz our heart chakra is blocked to say the least <laughs> And open that chest. Yes. Yeah, open it. Open it and like you can visualize how it just visualize how you're opening and this light coming out of it. Light, just light. Slowly. Oh, Even if it's just a tiny tiny it's a bit of light and then it just fades. But you're trying again tomorrow. It's okay. <laughs> But just open it and be more accepting and try not to react immediately when something it's not going your way or someone is telling you something take a step back and analyze a bit before you answer because a lot of issues and situations nowadays are created because people keep reacting reacting and they want to react in a violent and just i'm going to give it back why don't you stop why do you have to give it back 
why don't you hold it and see what that information is all about? Where's the lesson? What's this trying to teach me or show exactly. me? Absolutely. Exactly. And then respond to it based on what you've learned from that situation, what it taught you. But take a second, stop chasing a reaction stop chasing an answer stop being always in defensive mode of being like i i'll answer you that right now yeah. <laughs> so i think that's 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 um that's the collective thing just slow down a bit just rem be present just breathe breathe let go you don't have to control things the more you try to control the more you lose control of things. And I, I wanted to um, quote you one of, I, I watched her video um, and on dimensions and portals. And one of the things that you said is a mind that's anxious is a mind that doesn't have a lot of oxygen. And I thought that was so brilliant because you're absolutely right from the emotional, physical and um, spiritual sense. So, taking a second and literally breathing and giving our mind space and our body space and opening that up and helping us not to be reactionary and go, 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 I think is profound advice for the collective and all parents because we all need to breathe a little bit more. <laughs> Myself included sometimes because yeah. you get caught, like we all get caught. And thank you so much for all of this. Like I said, we could go for another two hours, but in respect to your time and the listener's time, I have one, one quote, or I guess a beautiful review from somebody who I, I um, referred to you because when I put out the call on Instagram, she DM'd me and said, Hey, if you found anyone, let me know. So, because I've been feeling like I wanted to get, she wanted to get her son, um, and um, here we are. So she just messaged me today um, after she was telling me about a bit about what came up in his session and said, um, it's, and I'll just read the whole paragraph. I, I clear. So if it makes sense, it makes sense, whatever. She said, it's funny because I'm saying no at first. I remember I told you that Anna um, asks all the children if they'd like to uh, receive Reiki until he realized he actually did want the Reiki. She said, he's like that with everything. He likes for things to feel like it's his idea or he's over it. The way she spoke about his energy, like him tricking her and giggling is definitely his energy. Even the desire for better communication. I've been feeling it so, I've been feeling it so to receive this is such a relief. Thank you so much for bringing her into our awareness. I am so grateful for my baby to receive this type of healing with someone so gentle and caring. So just mic drop on that. We need, we will definitely have you back. Thank you so much for sharing your gifts, your expertise, for having the courage to come out um, into this world where more and more every literal second people are accepting and being more open and i know we are tr truly truly ascending to this beautiful new earth mm -hmm. um really getting to the space that we um, intended to be from the beginning so thank you for helping us create a shift and 
If you need to get in contact with her, I will have um, her information in the show notes, but you can find her on um, Instagram at Anna, A-N-A-A-L-E-X-A-N-D-R-A underscore medium. And you can find all of her links there and she's just phenomenal. And if you need any more information, you already know, you can hit me up anytime and I will point you in the most beautiful direction. So thanks again for joining us, Queen. Mm -hmm. I am looking forward to having you on next time. Continue to shine your light, baby. Namaste. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. And thank you so much for inviting me and letting me share this information with you and share your space. Oh, beautiful. My pleasure and honor. I'll talk to you soon, love. Take care. Bye. Bye.